Welcome. I'm Janessa Durrani, a personal development coach and a host of A Daily Practice. And this is my podcast, where each week in 20 minutes or less, I will share my tips, tricks, and hacks for dreaming big and implementing small to make the most of your busy days. Hello, everybody. I'm back again. And guess what? Tomorrow is my birthday. I am celebrating the big five O. And for those of you who've already who've already met this milestone, I doubt I am alone in my thoughts that where I thought I was going to be when I was 50 is, is infinitely different than where I am right now. And that's what I want to talk about. I want to do a trip down memory lane and introduce this concept that I think everyone should do on the regular. And that is just remember how you got to this place. I talk a lot about the fact that in our midlife, all of a sudden, you know how when you're driving somewhere and you've just driven that same place over and over and over again, that like in the middle of the drive, you're like, where am I? Where am I? Because we're in such autopilot right? We are just cruising along. All is well. Nothing's horrible. Nothing is up in flames. But all of a sudden we're like, where are we? And how'd I get here? And where am I going exactly? How many times have you gotten to an intersection and just went left, even though today you need to go right? Because we always are going left. So doing our timeline is really, really an excellent exercise in understanding how we got to this place. What have been our milestones? What brought us to here? Because we really cannot move forward without understanding how we got to this place. Because some of the things that got us to this place are obstacles that may be in our way going forward, and could affect how we want to go forward. We also may find that we have some unfinished business, some dreams that we really are still holding on and need to evaluate, are those really serving us, holding on to those things? And what lesson can we learn from each kind of decade of our life? So this is, this is my life. This is the way I'm going to celebrate my birthday is chatting with you on how the heck I got to this place. And this is an example of how you can do the same exercise for yourself. So let's start with 10-year-old Janessa. I talk about 10-year-old Janessa a lot. She was a dreamer, that one. She thought she could do anything. And I really hope that your 10-year-old was very similar, but When I was 10, my mom had just started her own business, which in my little town was not heard of. Moms either stayed home, were nurses, were teachers, or worked in the grocery store. They did not go and start their own business. My mom was the only entrepreneurial woman that I knew at that time. She had a craft store, and I used to work 
in her craft store and help with her classes and so forth. I joke that I learned how to macrame before I learned how to tie my shoes. And at the same time, when I was 10, I started in 4-H, which is, I don't know, they have it everywhere, but at home, it was the thing to do, which is all around home economics. And for me, it was all about like creating things for my room. And at the same time, one of my mom's cousins moved back to my town from Chicago and she was an interior designer. And that's how I understood even what interior design was and this whole idea of living creatively. And I decided at that time at 10 that I was going to become an interior designer and I was moving to the big city. I loved my little town, but I always felt out of place and I was ready to go big huge, not to Sioux City, not to Des Moines, not to Omaha. I was going big, East Coast, New York City, somewhere gigantic. And so my lesson that I have pulled from my 10-year-old self is you need to dream big. No holds barred. Dream big. Dream like a 10-year-old. So flash forward to when I was 20. At that point, I knew I still wanted to be an interior designer and I had done everything to get me to design school. I went to Iowa State and majored in interior design in their design school and was about midway through the program. And I also had just, or was in the midst of my parents separating and getting a divorce. And that was hard. And Having to see my mom, who had always been very independent and had at this point was like on her third business, have to kind of do it on her own, on her own, was empowering, but also hard to watch and to be a part of. And I felt like I was kind of also playing this peacekeeper between my parents and trying to keep an elite, like an allegiance to both of them without offending the other one. So it was this back and forth that reinforced my need to move away. I didn't want to be in the fray of all of that. And I also was going to school with so many, or mostly women. Uh, my program was 36 of us and three of them were men. And Almost everyone was either from Chicago or they were going to Chicago. And I knew that I I wanted to do my own thing. I had graduated from a class of 44 and 11 of us had gone to Iowa State. I needed to go and do my own thing. I wanted to chart my own path. And so then I started putting the wheels in motion to be able to move east. And my mom had recently, this was after 20, I was probably 21 at this point. My mom had gone to New Hampshire to canvas for a, Harkin was the candidate who was running for president at the time. And she had come out here to to do campaigning and fell in love with New Hampshire. And so brought my brother and I and That's when I decided I would do my internship in New Hampshire because I was getting closer to being to Boston and so forth. So some of the milestones 
in those years was having the confidence and the ability to get through design school, having the foresight to start setting my path towards the East Coast. But my big lesson that I learned in my 20s was that you do you. I didn't need to go where everyone else was going. I didn't need to stay in my town. I didn't need to go to Chicago. I didn't need to follow the path of everyone else. I could do what I wanted to do and and succeed at that. So then flash forward till 30. So now it's 2001. And at this point, I was I was living my dream. I was working at an interior design firm in Boston, and it was a national firm. So we had firms, um, offices in cities all across the country. And I had, at that point, transitioned from design into marketing operations and kind of strategy. And I decided that I wanted to go to um to business school. So I went to get my MBA and I was in the midst of that program when I turned 30. I had met my husband and we were living together in a third floor walk up in Malden, which is north of the city. And I was starting my business of just kind of helping women be more creative in their lives. That was kind of my mission. And that was what I was working on, but I didn't know what I was doing or where I was going. And I had, my mom was still like my biggest fan and was helping me and kind of her efforts in being a creative herself and so forth was fueling me and that idea that I could be an entrepreneur. And that's what I was learning in business school was I had always taken the classes in high school and college that got me to design, not necessarily were the same ones that like all the smart kids who were going into business or into sciences were taking. And so going to business school was also just a way for me to prove to myself that I'm smart and that I could do this, and that I could do math. And it gave me a ton of confidence. And that's what I needed at that point of like, I knew that this job was not what I wanted. And I knew that I wanted to be like my mom and be an entrepreneur, but I didn't really know where it was going to take me. And that was the lesson that I was learning in my 30s which is you just have to lay the foundation. You have to keep the layers going of, you might not know where you're going, but you know this will offer you a stepping stone to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. Then I turned 40, which at the time seems like huge. And now I'm like 40, easy peasy. But Wow, what a difference between 30 and 40. I feel like my whole life changed in so many ways in just a 10-year span. So at that point, in when I turned 40, we lived, that was 2011. We had been married. I had graduated from business school. I had a thriving marketing and event planning company. I We were living in the suburbs in our house. And finally starting to, if you've listened to my podcast on life by design and how 
You really need to like create your life just like you create your favorite room. I was finally able to like buy furniture for regular sized rooms and have an oven that a cookie sheet could actually fit in. And I was living this adult life. I also at 40 had two children at this point. So I now had a six and a two-year-old. And also it was when I was 40 that I lost my mom. So she was 62 and had battled lupus her from when I was from when I was 16 on. And that's a whole other piece of this timeline that I haven't discussed, which was the helping of my mom because she was sick a lot. And when I first moved to Boston, um, the first Thanksgiving, I got a call from my dad that said I needed to come home and and be with her because I didn't think she was going to make it. And she did. She did make it. And she made it a long time, a lot longer than they thought. But at 62, she she was done. And so when I was 40, that was when I had to start realizing like, my life is not infinitely long and we can't wait until the right time to do something. And so part of my um, grieving process was this concept around how I can keep her legacy alive. And that's when I created a blog called Just Janessa. And my mom and I had authored four cookbooks kind of in those 10 years prior. And it was to keep all of those recipes open for everyone. And little by little, I then started to talk about parenting in general. And that was the path that put me into brought me kind of to where I am right now. But I also, at the same time, had really sought out community because I live so far from my family and I had lived so far from my mom that when my boys were born, I really needed, I needed to know I was doing it right. And so I had sought out a play group and some of those women are still some of my best friends. And it was an opportunity to kind of bring all of our worries to one place and be like, I don't know, he's not sitting up. Should I be worried about him? In fact, he's not sitting up and all the things in between. And so my biggest lesson that I learned really when I was in this time as being a really busy mom working and and trying to parent and so forth is that we can do anything but we can't do everything. And it really was the time when I had to pick and choose what what actually made sense for me and my family. And now 10 years later, now oh my goodness, I'm 50. And now we're at 2021. And wow, you know, when I think back at that 10-year-old who said I she was going to move to New York City and become an interior designer. She was going to live in Brooklyn and she was going to adopt a little girl named Brooklyn and she was never going to make dinner for anyone because 
she was her own woman. And you know what? I am not in any of those places, but there is a piece of her that is with me that keeps me going and keeps me in this thought that I can choose a path for myself. So here I am at 50. I have taken that initial blog and have really established, you know, all of the things that I was putting out in the world of just like, crap, am I alone when I think of these things? And realizing that I'm not alone and that there is a whole community of women who are now having, yeah, our kids, we don't have to worry about how, what is the best way to mix formula and are they sitting up and rolling over and doing all these milestones? But now they're teenagers and or flying the nest. And there's a whole new host of worries and problems and things that we need to understand. And we don't have that, that play group anymore. And that's why I created a daily practice, which is what I keep calling a new kind of play group of women who can come together and reestablish the fact that we can choose what we want next and that we have somewhere we want to go and and that we it's not too late so now on my 50th birthday i have a coaching practice i have an online community of amazing women that i would love for you to join me at i have this podcast i have a oh my god my son two weeks ago turned 16. I have a driver. I have a 12-year-old. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting till retirement to be able to have the life that I want. And if I learned anything from losing my mom and others that I love dearly since, is that you never know. And you can't wait to, you can't delay the life that you want to live. And so my biggest lesson as 50 is it's not too late. It's not too late to reinvent yourself. You deserve happiness right now. So I welcome you to do the same process for yourself. Create a timeline starting from when you're itty bitty to today. You can do it in big chunks or little chunks, put as much detail or not, but what are those defining moments? And what were the lessons that you are taking forward with you from all of those different periods? My MacGyver Your Life three-day challenge also takes you through this process and then takes it even further, which you can access through a daily practice, my online community for women. And I hope that you will give me my birthday wish, which is to start living the life you want to live today. <laughs>